0: What's up, friends? What's up, internet strangers? Today, I want to talk to you all a little bit about some realizations that I have had after living in Gambia for a year. So, just some background setting context for you all. This is not the first time that I've lived in um, West Africa. I've lived in Senegal twice, but. This is different because this is the first time that I've actually committed to living in a place for a long time outside of, like, study abroad or taking a gap year, that sort of thing. Like, those experiences, you're only there for, say, eight months and then you know, okay, I'm going to leave and go back to America versus now as an adult, it's like, I'm here and i can always come back if i leave but i'm here so what does it actually mean to be here to be here for a permanent more permanent amount of time versus being somewhere where you know at during this month i'm going to leave so you're just kind of less invested overall so to start off I have been here now for December made it a year of living in West Africa but out of those 12 months I spent two months living in Senegal and the rest of the 10 months which is 11 months now actually I have been in Gambia so almost a full year in Gambia but it's already been a full year in Gambia, Senegal and Gambia combined so that's some background context to what's happening and I feel like I've had a lot of realizations mainly just because I finally have been outside of the U.S. long enough to start seeing just the differences of culture between here and there and I always find these differences in culture really interesting because it helps to explain like Why I might think a certain way about something or feel certain feelings or have a reaction in certain ways to situations or things or conversations that happen here, whereas the people who grew up here would not have the same reaction or the same feelings. Um, I always think one of the greatest things that you can ever do is to leave where you are for a is to leave where you're from long enough to be able to see that place more clearly and then to also be able to, like, be able to pick out, like, oh, these are the things that I've picked up from this culture that I want to keep versus these are things that I would like to work on changing Um, instead of just kind of being like, well, this is the default life pack that I have been given, it's like, well, we've all been given a default life pack, but what are you going to do with it? Like, what are you about to decide that you want to keep or change? So just being able to be more conscious and aware of the choices I make, of the like reactions I'll have to things, or the even just the way I think about things in general. So yeah, that's just A lot of the stuff that i've been thinking about in terms of what it has been like to be here versus what it has been like being in the u.s and even before here i was in mexico but the parts of mexico that i was in were so similar to the u.s relatively that it didn't really feel like that much of a change in a lot of ways so the first thing that I will say is that first realization that I've had here is kind of like I used to be a lot more on autopilot. And I used to be a lot lazier. <laughs> and I say that because like for instance, in if I'm in America and I want to go grocery shopping, like you just go to the store whether I live in cities a lot, so like sometimes Ubering getting driven, (laughs) I don't really drive, but basically going to the store, you go to one store, you do all your grocery shopping there, and then you put it in the car, and then you drive back. That's not the way things work in Gambia right now. It's like, you go to a busier part of town, you go to some stores, like usually I'll have to go to if this is a big grocery shopping trip, I'll usually go to, like, two stores for dry goods, um, seasonings, stuff like that, and then I'll go to women outside selling, like, fruits and vegetables, because you, you don't buy fresh fruits and vegetables from the stores, the stores is, like, just packaged goods, um, non perishable items that type of stuff so like if you need fonio or tomato paste in the general area of where i'm living you go to the store for that versus if you want fresh tomatoes, fresh lettuce, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, fresh peppers whatever you go to the women selling like their little storefront market things so it's also like nothing has a set price. There's no like price standard. So whether that means you go to the store and uh one store, the same thing might be like twice as high or you go to the market and somebody might try and charge you double for something that you know is cheaper because they know you're not from here and everybody likes to make extra money so if like the price they give you you don't like you can bargain but are you actually um bothered enough by the price to bargain is kind of like the test so just simple things of like going to the grocery store it's not like super easy like even i remember at simple i would have my I did, like, imperfect produce, so I would have groceries delivered to me in Oakland because I didn't even really live by um, lots of stores within walking distance where I could buy fresh fruits and vegetables. It was, like, kind of a long walk to go get this stuff, so I would even get it delivered. So just, like, seeing how much easier <laughs> it was to get stuff in that it's just like food is one example. The other thing is like if there's anything that you need like say it's like, "Oh, I need to buy uh I need to buy a denim skirt. I need a denim skirt. It's not like, "Oh, I'll just search online, have a denim skirt delivered to me and it'll get to me within like 2 days." It's like a where are the stores that I can go buy something like this at here, because stores aren't really on Google Maps like that. You actually have to like walk around, figure out stuff, ask people, um, which is a big thing. I realized I was so used to relying on technology versus asking people for help. Like in America, it's a society where at least the America that I experienced the a society where we are all on our phones so much that, like, if I need to know where something is, I'm not going to ask the random person at the gas station. I'm going to look it up on my phone and go on Google Maps and go. Versus here, things are not set up online to the same extent, which at first was really annoying. But now I understand it because people just talk. Sorry now i understand it because people literally just talk to each other instead of just googling everything on the internet it's like well you can just talk to a real life human being in the same way that for instance food delivery you can get food delivered here and they even just came out with gambia's first food delivery app um but to be honest it's much easier for you to just call a restaurant and um call a driver and tell the driver to go pick up your food at the restaurant and then drop it off at you, drop it off to you. So even just like the way things work here requires a lot more human interaction versus when I was in the U.S., things required very little human interaction to get things done and things were a lot more instant versus like here you actually have to like ask people, walk around, figure out where things are because there's no easy way to know that this store carries this but this other store doesn't. Or if you want this particular thing, you need to go to this part of town to get it or you need to try this shop, whatever. It's not simple to buy everything just because... People don't spend all their lives buying products all the time here. Whereas in the US, we've been trained to products, 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 products gonna save your life, product will get to your house within a day. That's not the way things work here. So another thing is just like realizing how little effort I had to put into getting like material goods and into like interacting with people for in order to get things I wanted to get done. Versus here, like, the internet network is the people. That's how you get things done. Um, And you would think that it would be more stressful or, like, annoying all the time. But you can actually get more done through talking with people because then you can get the things that you specifically want versus, like... What's the standard that's on the app? Like, you can ask for exactly the things that you want in the way that you want them. So I feel like that's one of the things that took me a big adjustment because I remember, like, I used to just hate grocery shopping because I would just be overwhelmed from going outside at first. Like, it's hot. You're walking in sand. So, like you have to build up even like your ankle muscles at first and your feet muscles to like be able to walk on the sand casually um and just like at first it felt like there were just so many people here whereas now like Gambia is small so it actually doesn't feel like there are a lot of people but before it was everything was just so new and overwhelming and like uh confusing because i didn't know how things worked or where to go to get certain things so that's some realizations that I've had another one comes a lot to do with language like I don't speak um Wolof and Mandinka a lot like I only know a very like little bit like very small I basically don't ever speak it but the one thing that I noticed, and even when I had lived in Senegal, I noticed this too as well, is that, like, you don't say, like, if I'm at a store, I don't say, like, excuse me, can I have, or may I have, like, that type of stuff. Even, like, how my voice got higher. That's, like, something I've been trained to do. They're like, excuse me, can I have this, can I have that? Like, that's not, like... <laughs> here you go to the store and you're like sell me this like oh I need tomatoes sell me tomatoes how much for tomatoes okay like yes you greet people but after you greet people you don't need to be like can I may I like you there's no asking for permission for what you want instead of asking for permission for what you want you literally just say exactly what it is that you want and it's not taken in a type of way like in the U.S. people would take it they'd be like I don't know just like why I feel like people are offended when you directly ask for what you want instead of being like ask for my like you must ask for my permission first for what you want that's why you have to say can I may I that type of stuff so I feel like that's one thing that I've gotten better at here is just like learning some of the things of like well if I need something or want something I can just say it instead of having to be like worried about what the other person is going to feel or how they're going to take it like at the end of the day I just need to say what it is that I'm trying to say so that's been something that I've really enjoyed and even I noticed that the woman here when you walk around, like, you don't walk around just smiling. Like, for me, if I'm in the U.S., I feel like I've been trained to walk around and always, like, if I see somebody, like, smile a little bit, especially if they're white, smile, because I feel like it's all training to, like, make yourself look less threatening, but it's also, like, here, like, in a place where everyone, like, looks like different variations of you not it's not like everybody looks the same but just like everybody is dark that it's like you don't have to be like I'm representing for black people or thinking about black people this black people like what is this person going to think of me yada 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 it's like nah like you can just walk around existing you don't need to like have a smile on your face to make yourself more palatable. Like you can walk around not smiling. That's completely okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. That's just completely natural. And just that I feel like is so freeing and it makes me think a lot um, because I'll be on TikTok sometimes like I saw. Someone on TikTok, like, cutting someone's hair in America, and they had a shirt that said, like, black men are essential. And that shirt just made me so sad, because I'm like, damn, like, the only reason you would have a shirt like that is if you, like, were in a place where, like, you actually really didn't believe that. Because why do you need to tell me that? You, You understand, like, if you already know that deeply, inherently, why, if that's a fact why do you need to tell that to me like I don't wear shirts that say the sky is blue because everybody knows that the sky is blue why do you I don't need to tell you that the sky is blue you already know that that's even how I think a lot about um black lives matter it's like you already if you already know that your black life matters why do I need to tell you like That's, yeah, that don't make any sense to me because, like, me telling you is me saying that I think it doesn't matter in this context or I feel like people in this country don't believe that my life matters. Like, we also have options (laughs) to leave places if you really don't, if you really believe that that's true, like, you can always leave because we all have the right to leave, whether that's legally or illegally, you can always leave. That's a bit of a side note, but some other things that I've realized being around here is that um, just a lot of like the new wave of like health consciousness and stuff like that, like in America, In the U.S., like, people are so far behind that certain things that are, like, natural seem, like, revolutionary, novel, like, eating fruits with seeds in them, like, eating a seeded watermelon. In America, you have to, like, put in work to find a seeded watermelon, and when you do, they're probably going to charge you crazy amounts for it because so many of the fruits in America are not seeded. And there's a multitude of reasons why you should eat, why seeded fruits are better for you. But I just like to think of it as, like, the seeds. Like, if I have a seeded watermelon, I can take seeds from that watermelon. And from one watermelon, I can have, I can grow watermelon, multiple watermelon plants that will give me more and more. Like, it naturally multiplies. But if I have a seeded, an unseeded watermelon, I can't take that seed and grow more watermelons out of it. So, it's just like, he, like, basically in so many other places in the world, Gambia included, like, people just can go outside and eat fruits off a tree. Like, if you're in... Tropic hotter areas, like for instance, like it's orange season right now, you'll see oranges in certain people's yards, orange trees, like people can just go pick them. Same thing when it's mango season out here, like there's an abundance of mangoes and like if you really didn't want to pay for a mango, you don't have to pay for a mango because you can just go find a tree and get the mangoes versus like in America we're taught to buy each and everything and even like for instance here tea because tea is just leaves from a plant like if you just find the tree or ask somebody else if they have if they know where this tree is people will let you go pick these leaves because nature is actually in abundance like you can go pick things from plants, and it helps them to go back, to grow back. Just, like, things like that that's, like, wow, novel thing. Whereas, like, if you're born in many places of the world, you know that fruits are in abundance. You know that herbs are in abundance. But in America, we've been so disconnected that, like, we're still working on, like, oh, wow, a seeded watermelon whereas like if you are already knew this information and this was already like a part of your lifestyle like if you for instance grew up on a farm where you you and your family grew stuff you would already know this versus the American who didn't grow up on a farm since most of us didn't grow up on farms though it's kind of like people are so just detached from things because everything is boxed and bought and just stuff like that that um yeah it always just strikes me as interesting now when people are like, you know, you should eat fresh fruits. It's like, yeah, like duh. Like, okay, like, can we get some like deeper (laughs) information? Like, yes, I understand. But it's also like that For me, it was even part of my journey of like, wow, you know, eating fresh fruits, you feel so much better. Whereas like personally, life would be great if that was obvious to me already. So that like this was knowledge that I had growing up, for instance, so that I can now evolve to something deeper instead of like that being like a great awakening of like, wow, fresh fruits, how how new. Um, another thing that I've realized since being in Gambia is that I did not, I thought I knew about, like, mainly West Africa. I feel like I thought I knew about West Africa, but the longer I'm here and the more that I find out about Gambia and just other places in West Africa in general, the more I've realized how little I have ever seen of west africa because i feel like the amount of wealth that is here is kind of crazy like just walking around a lot and seeing the size of the homes that people have here it always shocks me because i just i feel like i just i just have never seen houses this big in my life like some of these buildings you are just like, why does it need to be that big? Or like, yeah, just like, how many people are in there? Or like, what, what is this? Why is this house so big? Cause just things here are on a bigger scale that I've ever seen. And it made me realize like, oh, like, I never thought about in America, like, building my own house I feel like I'm more thought about like oh buying maybe renovating or buying new but never like building my own house whereas here that's how people most people do it is you buy a plot of land and you build your own house and houses are built out of concrete blocks so they're extremely sturdy like you can't punch a hole through the walls in your house because it's concrete whereas in the US i feel like concrete is more used in like really expensive modern ho- homes versus here it's like who don't got a concrete house <laughs> um and just like seeing the size of things it's helped me a lot with imagination like imagination and imagining like all the possibilities cuz like okay you want a house well you actually have to like think of it and imagine it like what do you actually want it to look like what do you want it to be inside of it all that stuff because like there's so many possibilities it's less like cut and dry like I feel like people just have more room to individualize their houses versus like you're in a suburb and the house was already built maybe you got to customize the countertops and the backsplash but the house was already built um And even with that, it's really made me realize how I've never been around rich black people in my life ever. Um, Because for me, growing up, I was always around white people and I just have never been around black people like this in general, just like everywhere you go, everyone, looks like you, you don't like stick out like a sore thumb. And just realizing that like, oh, I don't know what it looks like to see. I didn't know what it looks like to see black people in wealth. And that was something that was so foreign to me. And now I've started to enjoy like seeing it. And I just love being able to see people flourishing and to see black people with money because I feel like even if you do see it in America oftentimes people are lighter so that because they don't really look like me I don't really feel um, like that's a reflection of me versus here people are darker and the people who are darker have money as well so it's beautiful to just see that and realize how little images of black people who look like me and have wealth that I've seen because I just never saw it in real life ever at all. Um, some other things that I've realized while being here is that as long as I use, like, social media frequently, I am still connected and, like, tethered in the way to the U.S., like, because if all the media I consume, whether that's movies, TV shows, is from the U.S., if all the people on Instagram I follow on TikTok are from the U.S., it kind of, like, you can, in that way, the internet, like, makes it so that you really have to disconnect in order to, or disconnect or like completely like rearrange your social media um, and your internet usage to like untether yourself from the U.S. and to be more present in the place that you're in. Um, A side note of that is that people here really be on tiktok like i feel like i always heard about tiktok but i didn't realize how big it was until like i'm like i went to the hair salon lady next to me scrolling tiktok scrolling tiktok uh you hear music that they play the songs that they'll be playing are songs that are off tiktok so tiktok really has gotten the global market especially when it comes to music that's a big thing um Something else that I've learned here is that white Europeans are more willing to come to West Africa than, like, most black people in the U.S. And I I would even say, like, white Europeans and also black Europeans are more likely and willing to come here. Maybe it's the cheaper plane tickets and it's a shorter flight. But, um, yeah, there's just not a lot of, I feel like there are not a lot of, um, black Americans as much here as there are black people from the UK and Gambia, um, and that's just even something that I've always noticed, like, when I went traveling through Southeast Asia, um basically that, like, Americans, period, don't travel. And then black Americans, since they're less, just the chances of you seeing a black American are, like, not very high because the chances of you seeing an American period while traveling are not very high at all. Um, And I really wonder, like, how America would change if more people used and got their passports and stayed and visited places long enough like I'm talking like at least a year to be able to like really see what it's like to be somewhere else and then to really be able to see American culture um just in comparison to something else versus like American culture is the culture or is the world culture um because it's not, it's just American culture, but I feel like oftentimes people take it as like, and treat it as like, it's something superior when it's just a country with mass media. And I think the last thing, or two more things, one of them is that, I feel like I realized that I have a hard time relaxing. Um it's like a personal realization that i have and not and when i say relax i feel like i really mean i have a hard time existing without feeling like i have done lots of hard work whatever hard work means um but just feeling like oh i'm not worthy unless i work hard um in versus like oh like today's a good like today can be a good day just because it's a good day regardless of like if I worked or not or if I accomplished something or not like today can just be a good day I feel like that's something that I've only picked up recently of like a just changing my definition of work to make it more fun so that like I'm getting work done but it's not it's work that I enjoy doing so much that It's even hard for me to call it work because work just, I feel like the word to me, I associate it with being in an office or I associate it with like studying really, really hard and like having somebody outside of me tell me good job or validate what I'm doing. So I feel like I'm just still working on like changing the definition of work. And I feel like for now, I'm just like, well, I have, fun, I have, like, some fun things I need to do today that help me make money. But, like, I was honestly going to do them anyway, and I enjoy what I'm doing. So, that's something that I've been working on. And just, like, learning how to intentionally take time and schedule time to relax. Um... Because I feel like sometimes I'll just be hard on myself in my head. And it's just learning to be nicer, and learning that, like, oh, I'm still young. Which, speaking of, I feel like that's another thing that I've realized here. Is that because people here age differently. So, like, I may see someone and think that we're around the same age. Like, oh, we're, like, late like 20s, late 20s. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm like 35. (laughs) And you're like, what? Like people who are like 40 look like they're like 30. Uh, So people just hear age really differently, which I think a lot about um, in terms of America, just because I feel like I know a lot of people my age, 27, who are like, I'm old. It's too late um, it's over for me, I'm old, I will never be anything, when the reality is, like, we're still babies, like, high key, this is still childhood, like, we're still learning, like, this is, like, you you think it's over now? Like, no, it is not over, um, and even with that, too, just the way people think about, like, kids and family, I feel like here, um, just people are just so much more family oriented. Like people just spend more time as a family and even like with babies, like babies go with their mom around to work and stuff like that versus like, oh, I'm at childcare with some stranger. It's like, no, like baby can come with mama to work and baby will relax being tied to the back of mama, like. And even like you'll notice like basically if you take public transportation, if like a woman is coming out of the bus and she needs help, like she'll literally, she can always just hand her baby off to some random person standing there and they'll hold her baby for her while she gets her stuff done and then uh, they'll be on her way. Then she'll be on her way with her baby again. Versus like in America, uh, you would never hold, never trust your stranger with a baby or even, like, think anyone would even necessarily be willing to help you. Like, people just think badly of other people. People think that, oh, you're going to do something to me versus, like, I feel like here the default is more trusting, Um, especially because it's so small. Like, you can find out where people are. Everybody knows where everyone lives. If somebody, if you catch a taxi, from anywhere once and they take you to your house next time you see them they gonna remember you and be like oh I know where you live already and take you there same thing with like restaurants you go to a restaurant once next time you're there they're gonna be like oh we missed you nice to see you like just even stuff like that is things that I've really enjoyed about being here cuz I've never really like felt that especially when it comes to businesses like You go to the grocery store once, people always remember you, and they look forward to seeing you, like, still the restaurant thing gets me, because literally you go once, people remember, you tell people your name once, and they really remember it, and that's even something that I've had to work on, and I'm still working on getting better of, like, I realize I am really bad with people's names now, and just remembering, like, intentionally, like, remembering people in my head so that's something that I'm working on this year of just like okay you told me your name once okay I got it so next time I see you I'm gonna remember you and your name because that is something here that people are just so good at like people's memories are so good um so yeah just like stuff like that like I feel like a lot of times it can feel like you're part of a bigger family here versus I feel like in America I felt very isolating and like nobody cared whether I was here or there versus here like people see you people know you people remember you like they really do and yeah just being seen and remembered is something that's like whoa that's really deep like really 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 deep and something that I feel like was not happening in America even just like saying this remind me of like uh, like meeting new people and telling them my name was one of the most annoying things about being in America because the average person I'm going to tell you my name I'm my name's Two and then you're going to look at me and uh not ask not and you're just gonna be like okay and I know that if you didn't ask me to repeat it chances and you didn't repeat it back to me you don't know my name versus there'll be an occasional person who he'll be like okay how do you say that okay I just want to make sure I get it right like those are the type of people I appreciate versus here because my name is so common like I say my name and people are like oh my sister's name, is Tutu, like, everybody got a sister named Issa Tutu, Aisha, whatever, that, like, it's just nice to be in a place where people really see you, you don't have to explain yourself, um, when it comes to certain things, because it's still, it's not like I'm Gambian, um, but I feel like with certain things, it's just makes, it, it just automatically feels a lot more welcoming, and people are, like, a lot more helpful here, and they just really do remember you. Like, even at the airport, <laughs> we flew to Senegal and came back. And when we came back at the airport, everybody was yelling my partner's name, like, Oh, Bina, oh, I remember you. I remember last time you were here. I remembered it. Like, people really be like, like, oh, I remember when y'all came to drop off, like, someone else at the airport. Like, oh, I remember this, this, this. Like, people really really do remember you because this is a country of like two million people um so it's just really nice to be I feel like what I'm saying is just like America can feel lonely and like you just want to be seen and I feel like here people really see people um because people are like the lifeblood like it's not like everybody's on the internet making money it's like Nah, the internet is still the people here, and that's what, like, makes it cool. And I'll say the last thing that I've learned, I think maybe was, that was the last thing. Let's see. Yeah, I feel like those are my main realizations that I've had from a year in Gambia and I'm excited for this year to like learn more, explore more of West Africa um, because it's kind of like like this is still the beginning um, and it's cool because I know that like I feel like with my study abroad in the past it'd be like well when I leave this country I don't know if I'll ever be back versus now I know, like, oh, if I leave, like, I'll be back, um, like, even, oh, we went to Senegal, but we came back, like, knowing that, like, oh, I'm actually going to be in this region, I'm dedicated to being in this region, because, like, it's just good, like, (laughs) it's just a good place, like, it's actually a good place to be, and, like, there's a level of freedom that I have here and can just exist in being. And I'm excited to like, be able to live in this for longer. Um, Kind of even like dreading ever like, cause I have family in the U.S. So like going to go visit them, ideally I would prefer (laughs) for them to come out here because I just, I can breathe out here, you know? And I feel like it's better for other people to come so they can experience the breath, too, instead of, like, I'm not trying to go back um, because I know what that means and I know the, like, weight that appears on me when I'm back in the U.S. Um, so, yeah, that has been my realizations Um yeah, let me know what you all thought about this episode. I feel like these episodes have been changing a little bit more, like, just free-flowing thought. Um, So, yeah, let me know how you all thought about this. Let me know, like, if you've had realizations traveling, whether that's, like, traveling to another town, whether that's, like, Going to college, coming back home, like what have you learned from being away from where you consider home and in what new ways did it like make you see home? Like I feel like last time I was in the U.S. it was after um, spending like eight months in Mexico and I could even just feel how things had changed because For instance, um, we checked into a hotel, and they had the TV on in the lobby, and they were talking about a shooting. They were talking about a robbery, and me and my partner were like, "Oh my god! Like, this is scary. Like, this is dramatic. Like, okay." But everybody else was like, ignoring. Like they didn't see the news as like, "Oh, this is anything like crazy." They're like, "Oh, that's just like normal." Versus, like, you know, living in a country where people don't be shooting each other. It's like, what? Living in a country where people, like, rarely steal. You're like, what? This is what's going on over there? So, yeah. (laughs) Just took me back for a second. But if y'all have any reflections around, like, just what being away from home has taught you about home and taught you about yourself, taught you about the way you see the world, like, shoot me a message, tell me about it, because I find this stuff super interesting, and I love to see, like, how you can experience the same place at different times in life and experience it differently because now you have new, new information or new ways of thinking. So that's all that I've got for you all today, and I will catch you next time.